I'm Dante Centauri, and I love to talk about insects. I'm Mia Centauri, and I also love to talk about insects. So we'll be talking about insects together on Insect View. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Insect View. And today, we have a very special topic. Uh, it's, it's a very loud topic, and it's a very big topic. And I'm realizing this intro is not even misleading because it's I have no- a bulldozer. That's right. We're talking about a bulldozer. <laughs> this is we're, we're making a clean break from insects and we're going into construction and hardware, something we know nothing yeah, talking about. Talking about insects, just it just wasn't bringing it in the views. It doesn't so fill we, the we void. Switched to, we're going to be reviewing different construction yeah. pieces of construction equipment now. All right. What do you think about? Um, I can't think of a single piece of construction equipment. This is a bad idea. Let's go back to doing bugs. Yeah, yeah, this is a... I don't, I don't yeah, like let's go back to bugs. Well, today we are going to be talking about the humble cicada killer. A very large wasp that you know. If, <laughs> if you've seen one, you know because uh, they're very loud and big. So they're pretty easy to spot when they're flying around. They're gentle giants, though, because they have a very threatening appearance. But they're, that's because they're purpose-built to take out cicadas. Yeah. And they really have no interest in people. So any cicadas listening, there's some disturbing content. Yeah, uh, cicada, cicada advisory yeah. warning. To start with a bit of a taxonomy, they're hymenopterans, first of all. And hymenopterans are just the order of any wasp or bee is in the order of hymenoptera. And these hymenopterans, cicada killers, they're in the family crab... Uh, <laughs> Take your time. Yeah, they're in the family Carbonidae. And this is a, it's a big paraphyletic family, which means that Paraphyletic family describes a, a family that it, the, the family includes the common ancestor and some of its descendants, mm-hmm. but not all. So it, it's not a complete family tree. And this tree is uh, it's made of a bunch of subfamilies. And people think that because it's organized like paraphyletic, eventually it's just going to be broken apart and all the subfamilies are going to become families. The, if that happens, the, that'll make the cicada killers in the family uh, Bembicinidae. And the, these we're talking about the eastern cicada killers in this episode, and they're uh, species speciosus. Yes, yeah, species speciosus. So cicada killers are uh, I haven't seen any yet, but they should be hatching out uh, kind of around yeah, this they, time. Yeah, they come at this time. Yeah, here. usually it's around the same time that cicadas start coming out. You know, June, July. They should be coming out pretty soon, though. So yeah, so they uh, you know the the eggs are laid. The previous year, and then they overwinter, and you know they're, they're burrows, and they, they form cocoons uh, that they develop in also overwinter. Um, and so usually the males. This is not uncommon in other species of wasp, like that kind of uh, act like this, where the males will hatch before the females, so they're like ready to like mate when the females do come out, and you know that it kind of helps with their odds of finding a mate when the uh, males are developed before the females. But they do actually live uh, for a shorter amount of time. I think they live only about two weeks, and then the females live for about four. But they, the females are doing the actual work of catching cicadas and making burrows and laying eggs and all that stuff. Yeah, and and back to the the males coming out early. When they pop out, they also do they also establish territories like a like we talked about with the butterfly last episode. And they, they establish their territories around the emergence site because uh, cicada killers kind of nest in these little aggregations. They don't make a communal nest, but they all just end up in the same spot because it has, the territory has to be right. The conditions have to be right. So they often end up in just a uh, collected area. 
And these areas are spaced out pretty far. So if a male left its emergence site, it probably wouldn't find a female. Yeah, and males, when males uh, are brought outside of their uh, this, their site, they'll a lot of times return to it also. Yeah, from like, what was it, two kilometers? Yeah, I They were able so. to make their way back. Yeah. And then they, when they establish their territory, they use like little natural topographical features to make kind of boundaries almost, like how a two nations separated by a mountain range use it as a boundary. And this is thought to be so they, it's like to reduce conflict, so they're not always fighting if there's just an agreed upon boundary. And they did an experiment with this where they made fake boundaries by putting just these long dowels between the males. And like one day they had different territorial lines and they put the dowels down and the next day they just accepted them as, all right, this is how it is now. And then they kind of just hang out there for a bit until the females pop up. There are two groups of males. There's the usually larger, more dominant males that hang out right on the emergence site. And then there's the smaller males that maybe can't hold the territory. Maybe they came out late. And they kind of hang out a couple meters off the site on trees. And they just wait for one of the males on the emergence sites to not pay attention. Yeah. And they swoop in and try and find a female. But usually, like, they'll just get jumped. And the other male will wrestle, headbutt, bite, or kick him off. <laughs> yeah, ma- males are the ones that are uh, territorial. So they're the ones that might, you know, fly at you. Um, but also, male wasps can't sting. So... Yeah, they're all bark and no bite. And then when it comes to mating, they the females come out and they release like a... It's, they're believed to release a little pheromone that attracts the males like, I'm here, hey. And the females only mate once. So the males all... Like this, they only really get one shot with a specific female. And so there's a bunch of males like jump on it. And the females... The female kind of picks which one by like letting them mate with her. And this is done by the male jumps on her back and starts shaking her head around. And the female can, from this, they can, she can tell how heavy he is, which means, like, how much mass, how flight muscles, and then how strong he is, because he's shaking her head around. Yeah, yeah so speaking of uh, the females, they, you know, they're the ones who are uh, end up doing most of the heavy lifting, uh, literally, um, because they're the ones that actually are catching the cicadas. It, they don't, they don't, uh, they, they catch male and female cicadas, it's, they don't just find them, like, by their call, mm-hmm. but they will, they'll catch a cicada, and it depends, because the way they, they, um, so the way that these, the wasps, the eggs work, uh, inf- unfertilized eggs will turn into males, and then fertilized eggs turn into females, and that's called a uh, haplodiploidy, haplodiploidy. Yeah. Um, it's, so the female essentially, uh, and, and since the males are smaller and the females are larger, kind of partly because they have to, you know, carry the cicadas with them, then the females, the female eggs will need to have two cicadas, usually, to be able to have enough to eat and uh, you know grow into a cicada, and the males only need one, so they kind of they can kind of decide uh, if it's going to be male or female. Um, so they lay they lay they can lay both, and yeah, so they have to go and uh, catch the cicadas, which and the it's a big wasp, but also the cicadas are basically the same size as them, so um, it is actually a lot of times they'll they, they might drop the cicada. Uh, just because it's too heavy and they get too tired. They do a lot of walking too. Like they'll often, it'll be too heavy for them and they'll walk on the ground and they'll have to walk up like a tree or something and just jump off and kind of glide fly as far as they can. Yeah. Yeah, so there's actually been some cases where people have observed um, birds harassing cicadas, I mean uh, cicada killers, possibly to make them drop their cicadas so they can eat them. Um, Because the cicadas are paralyzed, not killed. So they're still alive, but they just can't move. And that's... So that's that's so when they get buried, they don't grow mold, and it's it's the food is you know fresh for longer for the um for the the young the young wasp. 
Yeah, so they obviously, they're, they're solitary wasps, so they don't make nests, but they do dig burrows. Uh, so the female will, you know, go along, go around, and she'll find places to, to burrow and, uh, you know, lay her eggs. And they'll lay the egg under under the second leg of the cicada on the right or left side, uh, which is... Yeah, it's always the same spot. Yeah, uh, it's because that's the best spot to, uh, to start eating. Um, it's just, like, the most readily available flesh is there, I guess. Yeah, so, and the females have these little spurs on their hind legs that makes it easier for them to push the dirt out for the, uh, for the burrow. With the, with the female cicada carrots, their, their whole life really just boils down to, they make a chamber in their burrow, they lead, they hunt, they hunt cicadas until they have enough, come back, seal it up, lay an egg, uh, make another, make another tunnel, go hunt cicadas, and they just rinse and repeat. Yeah. Yeah, and another kind of interesting thing is that, um, you know, sometimes they, they land next to the burrow, but they can't find the burrow, you know, because they're, they're tired and they're dragging around the cicada. And a lot of times, um, if they can't find the burrow in time, they'll just drop the cicada and get a new one. And this, it might, this is, it's possible this is, uh, like, a behavior that is, uh, intentional, um, for lack of a better word. Uh, because there's a lot of species of fly that will lay their eggs on the cicada, uh, and if it's right next to the burrow, you know, if it gets dropped right next to the burrow, then the maggots would be able to find the cicada in the burrow and also the, the, the wasp larva, and they might eat it or eat enough of the mm-hmm. cicada that the wasp larva doesn't have enough food to develop. Although there was, in one of the, uh, research thing, we saw some account of someone talking about how they saw a female cicada cutter made a burrow in, like, a crack in a wall, mm-hmm. and it couldn't fit the cicadas in there. So we keep coming back, trying to shove it in there, drop the cicada, go find a new one, come back, shove it in there, wouldn't fit. You'll get they there drop eventually. it. Yeah, it's like when you, it's like if you, if you couldn't fit, like, a sofa or something up the stairs, yeah. you just chucked it on the front lawn, <laughs> bought a new one, and try to shove it up but again. But it's the exact same sofa. Yeah, it's the same sofa. Why wouldn't it work? I just, I can't get it. And also your child is inside starving. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Honey, I'm mortgaging the house. Yeah. I need more sofas. Yeah, so the, the actual larva, it, you know, it starts, it hatches in a few days, and it, it grows and, you know, gets bigger, and it eats most of the cicada, you know, and then it, it overwinters in its cocoon, and then it emerges the next year, and it does the same thing that its parent did. So it's a beautiful circle of life. Yeah, and while the the males usually, the males just stay in the same spot their whole lives, they never really leave the uh go away from the emergent site but the females actually once they finish mating they'll usually leave the original emergent site mm-hmm. and they'll try and find another place they can make their nest so they'll they'll pack their bags and go just <laughs> i i dove once again into the comment sections for for your listening pleasure and your mental detriment yeah <laughs> yeah um, on a video about cicada killers somebody says what a stupid organism all it does is kill one cicada I guess a lot of life forms are that simple, such as almost plants. I saw one of them today when I, in, oh my God. And I was in awe at how big it was. Glad to know it's not a hornet, that it's going to sting me, lol. <laughs> Such a pathetic creature that it only kills this one thing. cicada. I can kill ten cicadas. <laughs> this poor thing only has one goal in life. You can't come after it. Yeah, and he what calls it as a- simple as a plant. <laughs> what, what do you want a cicada killer to do, you know? Yeah, That's, really. It's called a cicada yeah. killer. It's not gonna like, I don't know, basket yeah. weave or something. You think the guy who's like in charge of doing the bug names, he, he looks and he's like gets another paper and it's like it's a wash that kills kill cicadas. And it's like cicada killer. Yeah, they kind of got a bit of a bad a, like a a bad roll of the dice in the name. Like, yeah, their name makes them sound really vicious, but they're actually just well. If you're a cicada, I'm personally not threatened by <laughs> yeah. things that kill cicadas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
Yeah, are you trying to how is cicada then? Like, what? Are you cicada? Um, is that, uh, um, I, I, I don't think I can say anything. Yeah. <laughs> my, my legal team uh, has informed me that I cannot confirm nor deny the statement. Yeah, I'm pleading the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> you hear a furious buzzing from the other room, and there's also a weird. There's a really weird trend that popped up where people in the videos with cicada killers, they were just like bashing on like Democrats and liberals. What does it have to do with cicada killers? Why do politics always come back? Like on two separate videos. On one video, someone said, I wish these things would get big enough to capture Democrats. <laughs> and then another person on, a, again, a separate video says, I would not take a chance to these guys. They will attack if annoyed, much like liberals. <laughs> what is, why, why do politics keep coming back here? <laughs> It's just a bug. Yeah. <laughs> it's a video about a... It can't vote. <laughs> but a cicada killer. And then in, in one of the previous videos, this is like by some extension of a college in Nebraska, these two entomologists. And the video is actually pretty funny. They're sitting in like this little spider thing made out of a barrel and some kid's playground. And these two adults like crammed into this. <laughs> and it's got a big smiley face. <laughs> Somebody says, this is just feminist propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that cicada killers were using girl power <laughs> when <Yeah. laughs> to effectively kill cicadas? Yeah. Somebody hears like somebody. There's some weirdo. They hear them talking about cicada killers. Like, yeah, the females are usually larger, and they like, they, they live longer than males. Like, <laughs> no, no, impossible. No, this can't be. Wait until this guy hears about sexual dimorphism in like every yeah. single animal. If your life is just shattered yeah. by somebody like talking about how insect, how female insects are it's- larger, like. Calm I, down. Just, I would love to just I would love to just live in this person's brain for a second so I could like get into the headspace where mm-hmm. uh cicada killers are like feminist problems. A political issue. <laughs> and there's the the this is the final one, which is arguably the worst, and it's always the invasive species that destroys oh, no, the existing I don't population. Hear the worst. I don't These think... foreign invaders are no. killing off our locals, ruining their habitat. I guess insect diversity isn't so great, they're, eh? They're w- native. Was that insectism, or just admitting that not every creature should be living with every other creature? Humanity should pay closer attention to nature. <laughs> it's a bug. To... It's a wasp. He's he's trying to equate invasive species to like. Immigration That's issues. The stupidest argument I've ever heard in my life. And I don't think he knows what insect diversity I is. I I don't even want to like try and explain yeah, this line of thought because like rationalizing it gives it it's, credit. It's just this it's just ridiculous. The most incredibly stupid argument I think I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I did a double take when I read it because I was like, "What? What is I mean, this?" They're also native species, anyways, right? So. Yeah, they are. But I don't. I don't know. I think they might have thought it was the, the Asian hornet. A lot of people thought that. Yeah, they this got was an Asian hornet. Any every large wasp kind of got a yeah, bad. Um, yeah, although it like you can see why. Yeah, it's, I kind of buzz past your house, and you just heard from like Fox News that the Asian hornet yeah. is invading or whatever. Also, the um the European hornets. Everyone started thinking of those were, which they're they're not yeah, native yeah. either, but also people are like freaking out. Actually, right under that, somebody just says. Why? Why cicadas are so beautiful? And then kill them. They should be extinct. <laughs> you can't make up your mind about this. Yeah, every, there, 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 some people rate like getting into like a froth over politics, like there being insect sexism. I don't know. And this person just like, I like cicadas. I do not want them to die. <laughs> well, that was a wild ride. <laughs> yeah, that was the craziest. Yeah. I remember. I remember last episode. I said that. People being happy and fun, supportive comments. Yeah, I want to go back uh, to that. They, actually, I didn't like them. I take yeah. it all back. <laughs> it was so um, much better. 
I was wrong. I'm sorry. The universe has proven me wrong. Yeah, you don't you don't know what you have until you've lost it. Oh, tell me about it. I really activated the monkey's paw there. Yeah. You want crazy comment sections? You shall have it. A finger curls. <laughs> yeah. Cicada Killer's existence is now propaganda yeah, for tainted. whatever whatever you want it to be, really. Yeah. Yeah, I think that cicada killers are a mouthpiece for flat earthers, so <laughs> and no one can prove me wrong. Yeah, exactly. I think that cicada killers believe that you should not vaccinate. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think that if you get stung by a cicada killer, that counts as being vaccinated. Yeah, exactly. Now you're you're just a puppet of the deep state. Yeah. Insects are all they're mm. all just they're they've been all been hired by Bill Gates to vaccinate you. Yeah, this is what the government doesn't want you to know. And we're here to break the story on it. Insect View, we, yeah. we've got your back. <laughs> Insect View, we're a conspiracy podcast now. <laughs> we went from a construction podcast to a bug podcast to a conspiracy podcast. We're really, this so, is, it's called branching out. Who knows what's going to be next next week. All right. Well, that was a, another action-packed episode. Yeah. Tune in Insect next week to, to see what wonderful new podcast will be then. Yeah. What, <laughs> what conspiracies will be unearthing. Well, uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Insect View Podcast. Leave a little review. Um, yeah, yeah, on uh, iTunes, and yeah, read, review us, rate us, um, if you like our podcast, and thanks for listening. We'll see you all next time.